2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to our following on podcast here on TalkSport, a fabulous first day of the third test at uh, the SSC in Colombo. The toss was once again won by Joe Root. He chose to bat, but it wasn't a good start. Back goes Burns, bowled him. Well played. What a great delivery. King Jennings down this
0: taps it down the leg side, and he's caught at leg slip.
2: So Jennings and Burns departing cheaply, leaving England tottering at 36 for two. The day wasn't about them, though. It was about the returning Johnny Besto, who played a quite sublime innings from number three in the order. It's a sweep from Besto. It's a hundred from Besto. It's a moment to savour from Bairstow. It's a cry of elation. That was Johnny Bairstow's sixth Test match hundred. He was finally dismissed for 110. England had been 235 for three, but Sri Lanka fought back with some late wickets. Pushpa Kamara will continue from uh,
0: Arendt, and Ben Fox is caught behind. Bounces
2: a little bit more with the new ball, and Fox was going back to cut, and he's got a feather through to Dick Weller. England finished the day 311 for seven, a good position indeed. Moen Ali and Adil Rashid. Of the not-out batsmen. The lights closed in on us here. We've had lovely evenings, but not today. And the umpires took the players off. Only, uh, only a tad early. Um, amazing day for England in terms of umpiring decisions going their way. So many lbw decisions that could have gone against them that didn't and then the ones at the end of the day that did go against them got overturned everything really has gone england's way including winning the toss so i think we have to keep that perspective as we uh, try to sum up proceedings but a splendid day for johnny bairstow one that he and his family too will will always remember, I think, when he made as great a statement as he could possibly have made in the circumstances. Uh, both Darren Goff and, and Matthew Pryor have known him for such a long time. Matt's worked with him in the modern era. Goffey knew him in the very early days of his career and almost certainly will be talking to him soon. And um, these two will have plenty to ask him, I'm sure. But um, just to praise the, the level of performance, I just, I'd just like to begin by saying I thought it was an exquisite test match innings.
0: It was his uh, 6-100, but I mean, the moment he came to the crease, he must have been nervous after everything he's been through, with the injury, losing his place, the disappointment. He wants to keep wicket. He- they chose Ben Fokes. he wants to bat in the top order, they kept with Josh Butler, but he's come in, he's got his chance to bat at three, after all the worries we've had about this number three position, the people we've tried there, he's come in and played a magnificent innings, from that first ball, that cover drive, off Pereira through the offside, beautiful shot, and it was just a beautifully timed innings, and It's just a shame with the heat and the conditions towards the end, you could see his ankle were playing up a little bit, or it was cramp, and he just got a little bit tired, a lack of concentration, and played a poor shot.
3: Yeah, I think, I mean, it's proof that the the, the balance of the team and the best 11 need to be selected, and personal preference has to go out the window. And if you're that player that's told, right, mate, number three is the spot, off you go. You've got to find a way to perform. If you want to, if you want that spot and you want to play cricket for England, you've got to find a way to perform. And Johnny Bairstow has done exactly that. It wasn't a natural spot for him. It's not the place he wants to bat, but it's the place he's got to bat. And that's that was for him. And uh, Joe Root, I thought, played a brilliant as captain as well from a man management perspective to say, Johnny, here's your chance. Go grab it, buddy. And that's exactly what he's done today. I feel that um, he
2: constructed the innings thoughtfully. It was like he'd decided, right, it's going to turn, I'm going to have to play a certain way, I'm going to have to use the crease well, I'm going to use the sweep stroke as my escape clause, keep the scoreboard ticking, I'm going to play as much off the back foot as I can, but when I play forward, I'm going to get a mighty stride in.
0: Oh yeah, positive in, in defense, he definitely did that. And like I said, when, he, when he, judged, he judged, that's one of the good things about his innings today, he judged the Lems so well, didn't he? And the sweep shot, like I said, I've, I remember his dad playing that way back in the uh, late 80s, and it's definitely uh, passed on to his son. I mean, Johnny, some beautiful shots. And I remember when he first came onto the scene as a 16, 17-year-old at Yorkshire, Johnny, and he was always practicing the sweep shot then, years and years ago. And today, he got the benefit, playing in these conditions. He's never been to Sri Lanka before, and he said it was going to be hot, he knew it was going to be hard work, and he's found another player in this England team that's found a, found a way to play and score runs in these conditions. So you've got to admire that.
3: Nico, I, I think you, you summed it up perfectly, actually. It was a, It was a great test match innings. You know, we've been talking a lot about England sweeping and reverse sweeping and hitting over the top and fours and sixes and attacking and... That was just a very, very composed test match innings. He attacked when he needed to attack. He put took, put the pressure back on the bowler when he needed to. But when the singles were available and when he could play low-risk cricket, he did that as well and, and accumulated runs over time and got to a, a very, very well, well-structured well and well-played hundred. What do we say about the
2: openers? You know, we, we, we've heard all sorts of whispers around the place that... that, that... <laughs> You know, England, the feeling in the camp is that it's a bonus if, if, if the top orders score well. Um, we can now put Best under to the top order, but the openers. I mean, are, are we critical of the two dismissals? I think possibly we are, are we?
0: Well, well, if we could go through the whole team, I think it could be critical as most of the dismissals today. I think it was a pitch where I think it's a good pitch. I honestly believe England would have set themselves the tie, Winning the toss, the average score here the last ten years is four hundred and seventeen. You set the target, you win the toss, you bat Sri Lanka down, you're going to get four hundred. They still can get there, by the way. But some of the shots today, some of the shots when players were in. We're not acceptable for test cricket. I know it's all about being positivity, but do you, can you see? Think about, about your friend, Joe Wardenor. Can you think of Sangakara? The reason the average is what they do in test cricket. Because when they get on pitches like this, they don't get out for 30 and 40 and 50. They're going to so, on get 150.
2: All right, so you're being critical of Joe Root there.
0: Yeah, I would say so. I think he's not the only one. I think Josh Butler were a poor shot. I think Stokesy's were a poor shot. You can go through the old team. There were some poor shots played from England today.
3: But For me, it's not, not just about the attacking. Uh, you know, you look at someone like, I'm going to single out Jennings because I think that's a very weak dismissal. When you know you've got a leg slip around the corner, there's certain shots you just don't play. And he played the very shot, fell into the it's a little bit like for a scene bowler Goffy, where you put two post two men out and bowler bouncing, he hits a straight down deep square leg. As a batsman, you've got to be better that and you've got to put a value on your wicket. And if you if you look at England's top seven today, you know, Bestoy played unbelievably well, grade 100, But he gave his wicket away. Root gave his wicket away. Stokes gave his wicket away. Butler gave his wicket away. So if you talk about people giving their wicket away, and, and, and we are looking for, we expect, England created and this England team to be perfect and to be brilliant and that's what we want them to do and that, that's where if you're sitting in that dressing room right now you'd go right guys good, good day but if we want to be the best in the world then we've got to put value on our wickets
2: Alright well I'll come back at you then I'll say that Ben Stokes played forward and got a ball that turned and he was caught at slip and that Joe Root used a shot he used a lot in his 100 the other day because he wants to impress himself upon the opposition, but this time the shot didn't work. I'm going to say that the ball spun away from Joss Butler. I agree with you about the two openers. I'm going to say that I'm not convinced you can have your cake and eat it, that if England want to play in this huge sort of expression, this, this great canvas that they want to play, we're going to have to put up with a few dismissals that you might question.
0: No, I I agree with that. I'm I'm not arguing. I want England to go out and play some positive cricket and they've done some wonderful stuff this tour. But also, I think the modern day test cricketer, you see some absolutely moments of brilliance. You sit there upstairs watching from from the commentary box and you go, wow, wow. And you admire it so much. And then you'll see a passage of play which you think, oh, oh, dear very average and I think that's just the modern day test cricketer but some of the shots today we don't excel. Stokes' technique today he tried to play off the back foot and I, I can see why now because when he played off the front foot against the, especially the off spin or the left ball going away from him, he kind of opened the face every single time when he came forward, I don't know whether he was meaning to do
3: that or it was just bad technique against it Exactly. And please let's not mistake us standing here saying they shouldn't play attacking cricket. That's not what we're saying. What I'm saying is you've got to put a value on your wicket. And like you will run through those players. I'll say Rory Burns missed a straight one. Keaton Jennings hit it to a man around the corner that he knows is there. Joe Roots slogged it and it was a weak shot. And, and go to Stokes, Stokes was trying to push the ball into into, the, into extra cover area for a single, and he was sitting back on it. Now, that is a dismissal that you talk about when you come to the subcontinent. Do not get caught out playing away from your body with a ball spinning away from you, because you get it. if you get, don't get it right, it's going straight to that man at first slip. So the other point I'll make is, if we walked into the England dressing room now, and we asked Stokes, Root, Besto, Butler, were you happy with how you got out today? I would be shocked if they said, you know what, i got a good one why
2: I'm here to play devil's advocate you you get gold like that you see beautiful summing up got you angry there didn't (laughs) I got you punching back which is excellent (laughs) I think 311 for seven is quite a good score neither of you are convinced by that okay
0: so I'll do that it's a good score but it's not a great score now if you want quite a good score quite a good score and I think England will be disappointed in that dressing room I will 311 good score but realistically on that pitch which Didn't have any nightmares in it. I thought the ball came onto the bat with a new ball. Lackmau was ball. He's not quick. Come onto the bat. You could play your shots, get value for your shots. The spin was there. The odd one. It wasn't every ball again. It was just the odd one. You had batsmen in. Joe Root, Johnny Store, they could have ground Sri Lanka into
2: the ground. They really, really that's really not could what they do. They don't ground people. That's but not they what could they do.
0: But if they want to be the best in the world, what India do in their own conditions, if you go to India and get 350, I guarantee you now, India will go get 550. Oh, here, yeah, yeah. And then you yeah, chase yeah. the game. So, England, they want to be number one in the world, which that's the target. It's not to be number two in the world. If you've got anything about you, you want to be, if you get to number two, you want to be number one. So, we're talking about now this England team going forward.
2: So, so, so you do don't really like some of the shots that they look to play. They think you, you think they're playing too many shots. We've applauded them in the last test. I mean, today, if the LBWs, just the LBWs today, had gone the way of Sri Lanka, England would have a lot less than this. Hmm. Situation of
0: the game. The situation in Early where the shots that were played, it was vital that England kept sweeping and kept scoring runs because the scores were getting low. But lower. what if one of those but had gone here, up the air to mid-wicket? Would you Mark, have said Joe Root had played a bad shot? <laughs> Mike, we won the toss... On that pitch we we did it's in, the best it's going to be did today too. Trust me, yes but we didn't we weren't quite sure of the pitch here i think i'll guarantee you this one's going to turn and bounce more and more as the game goes on i think this is the only one you can look at
3: it confidence
0: and say that ball we, is going to turn and more. which is why i, I think
3: it's
2: a good score <laughs>
3: <You> see? <laughs> we, 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 well, we, spoke, we spoke earlier didn't we about about having no preconceived ideas at the start of the day and you play the conditions you're in what i what the one thing i will say is Pella kelly it spun a lot more from the off and more consistently and looked like it was going to be a three-day game, to be honest. It fooled us all, but that's what it looked like. So you almost say, okay, it's going to be a low-scoring game. You make peace with that and you play accordingly, which is far more attacking. Whereas on this wicket today, if you're playing the conditions, you say, this is a very, very good batting wicket. Look at the stats. Okay, we don't want to harp on about stats, etc., etc., but it is a good wicket and you play the wicket accordingly knowing that there, there, there is a big first-inning score in that. The other thing you say is we're 235 for three, with two of our best players, one on 100 and one on 57. We should—that is a platform. That's the platform to then go on and let's not talk about 400. As Goffey just mentioned, India—they're 500, 550. And if you want to win consistently and you want to be the best team in the world, when you you work so hard in Test cricket and the, the opportunities to take the game away from the opposition come so far and uh, uh, few and far between that when you get that chance. I believe you've got to go on and take it.
2: Well, may I say that I completely agree with everything you've said. However, I think that it's a contradiction to the applause given to the previous style of cricket, which was every bit as risk Filled in the previous two test matches, but worked okay. So we get to lunch in Gaul, 115 for five, and we're saying, "Ah, oh, but look at the way they played. You know, they played adventurous. They took the game to the opposition. They made 300 in the end." Joe applauds the side. We go to, we take. Joe, Joe took a lot of risks early in no, his innings No, no, in no.
0: I'm, I mean, I was critical of England the way they played that first session. But in Palackay, you know, Joe was, took a lot. That, of that was reckless. That was reckless that first uh, lunch. After that, Ben Fox showed us how to play in Gaul. Sam Curran showed us how to play in goal. So I think it was just the start of that, that first session, England got caught, caught in no man's
2: land and it was a bad bad, way of playing. I think Sam Curran got us out of jail. By playing well and playing the right way. But I think the right approach to Test match cricket is the one you're just talking about, the one you said India would use.
3: Exactly, and, and uh, I'm, uh, I have to say, <laughs> got a bit like... Like, like, like Johnny's innings, to me, I've, that's I've, a perfect... I've, for this whole innings. series, I've been saying there is a fine line between being reckless and being positive, and I've been saying there are many ways to be a and attacking. You can use your feet and defend. You can defend positive, positively. You can rotate the strike. You don't have to play reckless shots. So, yes, they've won. They've won well, but I think there's still well, some work. Well, that's what I think. That's it. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan.
2: Interesting. Right, we're going to go all quiet. Well, we're not going to go quiet. We're going to shake Johnny's hand and congratulate him on an outstanding innings. Um, I'm beautiful. I'm just going to. I'll hand you to the guys in a second. I I just want to ask you, there's a hug between Johnny and Matt Pryor after a warm handshake from Goffey. Uh, We've all known you a long time. Um, We're all thrilled for you. Um, But firstly, the emotion. You looked intense, emotive, um, obviously desperate to succeed, but the moment, please, and the emotion.
4: Um, (laughs) We are live, so I can't say everything, but... Uh, look, it's it's part and parcel of, of your journey that you go on. Like People, uh, it seems like throughout your career, write you off and then um, yeah, you keep proving or wanting to prove to people all the way through that um, you, you work hard at your game. The stuff behind the scenes that people don't see, the recovering from... Uh, injuries that can potentially keep you out for six to eight weeks, but you get back in three and a half, and you're able to be fit to play in a game. Yes, you might not be comfortable, you might not be 100%, but it's those things that um, that put you in a place to be available for selection, to make these things these things happen, like today. And the sleeping on an ice machine, the doing your rehab in the gym, going through the the stuff that actually really hurts, and missing games, and the the hurt that's inside, and people saying. X, Y, and Z about you when you've not necessarily done a huge amount wrong for the last last couple of years. Um, yeah, it does hurt. It's not nice, and it's all well and good. People like sat watching on telly and sat behind a desk having opinions, but they've never been out in the middle. They've never they've never experienced 30 degrees heat, running between the wickets, running into ball, keeping wicket with gloves on in humidity or anything like that. And it's those bits, and it means a, a heck of a lot today um, to come in and. The challenge batting at three um, to come in and, and do well—it it means a huge amount. I don't feel that anybody's written you off. There's plenty of people things that have been said uh, by by a few people that have uh, that haven't been necessarily the politest things, should we say, Mark? Okay, Goffey? I mean, out of the hundreds you've got playing for England, right? Out, where does
0: that rank? Because we saw Joe Root played last week in Pallekele, and that arguably you could say it's one of
4: his best unders if not his best what about yours today I think it's uh, one of the most satisfying for me yeah definitely one of the most satisfying Um, obviously to miss out last week and miss out the week before through injury is desperately disappointing and that was that was hugely disappointing for me to to miss the the last ODI, ODI the T20 and then um, the, the first couple of test matches, um, but as you say, you're playing for England. The passion, the pride that you have for wearing the jersey, um, through the, the stuff, that, the hard yards that you put in, that's what that means. That's that's the stuff that comes out. Just because you you're celebrating away, that's that's the pride and the passion that comes with playing for England. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. And the moment that you lose that is the moment that you need to step away.
3: Blueie, you've, uh, you've obviously, well, mate, firstly, congrats. Keepers Union and everything. I was punching the air up there, uh, believe me. Special um, batter, mate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, mate, come on, come on. You've got five of those gloves back. Um, mate, you've, you've obviously had some disappointment. Firstly, the injury um, and then being left out out of the, uh, the test team. What I'd love to know is how do you turn that mentality around and how do you turn that disappointment into mentally into a place where you walk out there today batting a three and score a magnificent 100? put things into
4: perspective, um, there's been other things in the last couple of weeks that have happened like back back in England, um, in, in Australia, two people that, that, I know, that I know have passed away so you put things into perspective, you work hard, um, you, you do the things out the back, uh, with your batting, you face the new ball against spin, you face the old ball against spin and you try and get yourself into a mindset that replicates that, that kind of stuff. Uh, because if you don't have that mindset, then how do you replicate it in the middle? Absolutely brilliant, Johnny. Great knock today. and It's 311 for seven.
0: What sort of pitch is it compared to the others? They've been chatting in the dressing room. How do you think the day has gone for England? Are you
4: disappointed to be seven down? I think ideally we'd like to have been five down, but at the same time, with I think it's a little less consistent, the turn, uh, than it has been in the last couple of games. Um, uh, a couple more that are going straight on uh, and obviously turning. So that, that brings our spinners into the game a lot more. We've seen it's been a difficult day as well for the umpires. So we need to make sure that uh, we're, we're quite canny with our reviews if, if things like that come uh, come our way. And um, and look, it's, it's a good place to be. We've got Mo and Adil at the crease. So we've got guys that can potentially have an hour with them tomorrow and it changes the game. You've got 50, 70, 100, who knows? I mean, that shot from Rash at the end there, through through mid-wicket. I mean, whew, it was a serious, serious, serious shot that. I,
2: I, I want to ask you. Previously in this interview, you have looked sad, but now you're smiling. Did you enjoy batting today?
4: Um, yeah, I loved every single minute of it, because it was uh, it was something that um, meant a heck of a, a heck of a lot to me. Uh, because uh, as I said previously, it's all right on the on the good days like this. When people say well done and everything like that, but on the bad days and the b- behind the scenes, you don't necessarily get the people going. Are you all right? Are you? Um, how are you going? Everything like that. So it's for the people that, that, that are your, your, your proper mates that, when you have your down days, when you're injured and um, and you're going through a couple of a, a tough times, and they're they're the, they're the people that, that today uh, and are really for.
2: And last question. I promise. Did you enjoy batting at number three? There's a great history of number threes in the world who are top-class players. Can you see yourself there?
4: Well, I was happy with today, yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad start, is it? <laughs> I mean, look, if, if, that's, uh, if that's what's to come, well, uh, a few times more, then, yeah, I'll be pleased. But, um, but look, we know <laughs> there's not much more I can say on that, to be honest, Mark. And the mum, your mum, she, she's still here? Has she gone back home? She's back. She's back in the cold. So, uh, yeah, she'll be pulling her hair out. So, um, yeah, it's probably a good thing that she wasn't here because if she saw me sweeping on 99 again, I'm not sure how well that would have gone down.
2: Fantastic. Good okay, conversation. Well done. A lot of people very proud of you. Please don't think the world's against you, my friend. It isn't.
4: Thanks very much. Take care. We
0: love you, Johnny. Well played, mate. Brilliant.
2: More hugs and uh, more people gathering around here, members of England's backroom staff, um, three of them, security, uh, press and media, um, social media, um, some photographers, a lot of ground staff hanging around just to look at Johnny, just fascinated to see him up close. It's a very different feel uh, this evening to the usual aftermath of, of a day's play because I suspect that the Emotion in uh, in this whole story has has spread a little wider than one might think. I was quite taken aback by Johnny there. Me
0: too. I mean, I've known him a long, long time. Like I said, since he was, what, a week old. I've played with him at Yorkshire, so I've come through the system. I have never, ever seen him like that. He almost was relieved and sad, but happy he managed to... He believes proving a lot of people wrong, which interested me because... I've never seen anything bad written about
3: Johnny Beesley. No, I thought right. he's a he good must
2: keeper. Have picked up on something, Matt, somewhere must, he? or is it just that deep sensitivity when you feel so threatened?
3: We spoke about it earlier, and, and it's a strange thing that go, you know. Everyone talks about the mental side of sport, and. You know, touring can be quite a lonely place. It can be quite a dark place, particularly if you've been left out and off you go to your hotel room and you sit there. And sometimes you can magic stuff up. And it does feel like the world is against you. And, you know, with Twitter these days and everything else, the amount of things, you're so accessible and you take things personally. And it's one of the things as a professional sportsman you have to guard against and learn to deal with. Some deal with it better than others. Um, but 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 Johnny, look, he, he, the one I think, he looks angry. He, look, he looks a bit angry. I've just given him a slap on the backside and said, cheer up Chum, you've had a great day, it's a fantastic day for you, a fantastic, fantastic day for, for England and just, just enjoy it because I know myself looking back on my own career there are things that you took maybe too personally and you look back now and you go why did I do that, actually? why I, There was no need for, for me to take that personally or, or whatever it may be. And actually, I should have just enjoyed that moment much more. And hopefully, when it all settles, tonight he'll go back I to the hotel say, and he will do. Will you ring him and, and have a chat? Oh, absolutely. I think that,
2: that little, just that last sentence of yours would be very valuable information for him to digest, even if he doesn't take it on board straight away. He may wake up in the morning understanding it better.
3: I'll be straight onto to the phone to him tonight. There's absolutely no doubt about it. I've been speaking to him con- Continuously through yeah, over no, this last really couple like of that. weeks, and I'm, please don't think I'm saying I have anything to do with his performance today because I don't. He did it, but you know that the keepers' union bit or whatever it may be, and especially seeing a, ultimately a mate as well like that, I, I will certainly be in touch with him uh, this evening, and uh, we, we'll have a good chat. Me
0: too. I mean, he was the first one when I got some bad news uh, last week. He was the first one to text me and said, uh, "If you're around tonight, come and have a chat." Um, we'll chat about things and have a, a beer together and, and uh, he's a great lad, he's been through a lot in his younger days but today I thought he was absolutely outstanding and it's the Yorkshire in him, probably he's a little bit frustrated but he got left out he believes, I think he believes I think it's
2: the fiery redhead,
0: yeah well, of course <laughs> but I think he believes Mark but he should never have been dropped, he should never have been dropped and he, and after he come back and he declared he was fit I think he expected but, but to be back in
2: the side Goffey, I don't think anybody would argue that and I certainly have heard nobody suggest that and I bet Joe Root wouldn't argue that but circumstances led to a close to impossible situation a decision was made and look what's come of it we may have found a new number three for England <laughs> yeah. see let's hope you so. have to see the
3: upsides that, that, that's <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, is exactly. instead of looking at what someone that is completely irrelevant to Johnny Burstow's career has said a week ago or two weeks ago actually look at where he is now he's again through luck more than judgment he's been made England's number three he's walked out and if he carries on, he'll be England's number three for the foreseeable future. He's not fighting for the gloves or anything else. That, that is the opportunity that is now ahead of him.
2: Well, it's good about three in Barbados. I think that's settled that argument, <laughs> hasn't it? <laughs> nice place to bat three, hey? <laughs> very good. All right. Well, we'll sum up the day very quickly here because huge plastic sheets that cover the ground are now being pulled into place as the sky looks a little bit angry. England won the toss this morning and chose to bat first. At the close of play, they're 311 for seven, with Johnny Besto having made a quite memorable 100. A nearly perfect innings that sets England up very nicely for the match. Watch more. Moeen Alley is unbeaten overnight. Fireworks tomorrow. Goodbye.
3: This is a huge opportunity, a very exciting opportunity, to go 3-0 up in a series in the subcontinent. Back goes Burns, Baldim, him. Well played. What a
0: great delivery. And now Johnny Bairstow has the opportunity to bat three here in Colombo. Back-to-back boundaries. For Johnny Johnny this time Sandekan overcompensates and has dropped one too short.
2: Yeah! this side,
0: taps it down the leg side, and he's caught at leg slip. If anyone can, the Sandekan. can. can. Awesome. I love it. Here comes
1: Pushpikamara Balls, and Bairstow has taken it over mid-wicket, how far has it gone? It's gone the distance, it's a six.
0: Hits up in the air, going to lob up it towards mid-wicket, and yeah! catch taken. <laughs> And we've just been talking about being patient and wait for the bad ball, and Joe Root has tried to be attacking, and Root goes,
1: stokes it on the
0: pads. Ah! Big appeal, as you can hear, massive appeal. I do love the way Neresh Antiquela waves his gloves around.
1: Well, it, it, literally, you stick a red nose on him, he could be a clown, you know, at times. That might well be LBW.
2: Oh, another one given nod out. They're all going mad with their appealing. Three times they've asked for Ben Stokes, three times they've been turned down. We know one was a wrong decision by the umpire. To ruin, in, there's ah! down the leg side. There's a big appeal for a feather down the leg side to the keeper, Dick Weller. But umpire Ravi has no interest in that
1: whatsoever.
0: Well, the last story, it looks like that uh, little appeal they had from the
2: Swankham bowlers uh, to Johnny Bairstow caught down the leg side. It looks like you had to have a tickle on it. Stokes works that behind square on the leg side with a nice little glance to go to 50 he raises his back and a dog obviously a dog comes across the outfield just as Johnny doesn't want to be interrupted
3: it's a sweep from besto it's a hundred from Bairstow you get left out professional sport is brutal that's the way it is there's no time to sulk there's no time to make excuses and when you get your chance, you go and grab it. Now, oh, caught it slip. Forward he goes. The ball spins. Stokes
2: edges it. It says at the moment that Sri Lanka are actually a better reviewing side in this series than You're England. joking. This ball him.
1: Yeah. Sutherland's got him. And Sri Lanka have got their fifth wicket. Besto after all the hard work going for a slog sweep has been Carson. Dear me, Lacmao, he's got lead boots on,
3: he's running in his Wellingtons. Pushback Amara will continue from uh, our end, and both is caught behind. I fear that England have just given a few too many wickets away today.
0: Here is uh, Pushback Amara, and that's punched off the back foot by May. goes right back onto his stumps and brings up the 300. Here's still Ruan Pereira. Ah! Out, LBW, outside the off stump, for
3: uh, and Ali. Ruby, there's a small inside edge just before it actually hits the pad. You have to change your decision.
1: And it's been a great day's cricket. 312 for seven in 88 overs. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC men's T20 Cricket World Cup series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final. You can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org.